Good morning, live from America. You are locked and loaded right here on rumble.com slash LFATV. And this is Live From America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and I am accompanied by my boy, producer Eli, say what up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we had a little bit of technical difficulties this morning with equipment. That's why we started late, but let us know who you are. Let us know where you're watching from, and we'll give you a shout out like Linda Chavez is in the building. Shout out to Lisa from Pennsylvania. How you doing? Shout out to Sonja Smith. How are you? Patty, good to see you. Moose for Trump is in the building. How are you? Heather Molson. Alyssa loves the USA. So do I, Alyssa. Mama Rhett is in the building. Lisa from Las Vegas. Willie Rumble is here. Lisa Nakan is here. Cool Sandra is in the building. Voter USA Chaps 169 L Dooley. And let's give it to one more here. Who was that right there? What was that name? That was a weird name I saw there. It just went across. Well, I saw Drew. Oh, there we go. Sue Wan, Wanda from Pennsylvania. Good to see you and thank you for being here. We apologize. Alan Jacoby is in the building from America First Live here at 3 p.m. Here every day on Live from America. Big shout out to Alan Jacoby. Alan, if you could do me a favor and the rest of you could all do me a favor and share out the link to this video, we would appreciate it. I titled today's show Trump Knockout. Is there anything better than a TKO? Trump Knockout. And if you guys want to back out and look at the thumbnail that Eli made for today's show, he did a heck of a job making Trump Muhammad Ali. Not so easy to do, by the way. But he did a heck of a job. Everybody give a big shout out to producer Eli in the building doing his thing, making every single buddy uh, look good, sound good. He's kind of like Tony Stark. Eli, you're kind of like Tony Stark. You know, when he says, uh, he says, well, I'm not the boss. I just, I just make everybody, everybody look good, and I make everybody sound good, but I'm not the boss. That's kind, that's kind of what your job is, right? Yeah, I just make everybody look cool. Just makes all of us look cool, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what? I like to look cool. So big shout-out to our producers, and uh, big shout-out to Mike Crispy. And Kevin Smith doing a, uh, a dual show this morning while producer Frankie is away. And uh, it's good that we have so many different studios and so many people are rebuilding and getting bigger and better studios now as well. Um, uh, Ryan Matta is rebuilding his studio. Kevin and Mike and Frankie are kind of combining their studios and building a new studio. Of course, we have this new studio here. So LFA TV is growing and we, uh, we want to thank you all of you for that, because without you, we wouldn't be growing. Now, I want to go to this morning's cold open videos, and I want to play a little bit of, uh, of this video from Barack Hussein Obama. Now, not that I want to torture you guys with starting out a show with Barack Hussein Obama, but you have to listen. We have to go back in time. It's great that the internet is our friend sometimes, and we can go back and we can look at things that happened a long time ago, because history repeats itself and history, we are doomed for history to repeat itself unless we learn from our mistakes. In Obama, I think the acronym, Eli, for Obama is One Big Ass Mistake America, right? Obama, 
One big ass mistake, America. And if you remember what he spoke about when he was the president of the United States, he told you exactly, exactly what his fundamental change and hope would become. Roll it. Our government tells you what books you can read and what books you can't. Countries that, that own all the media and then just pump out propaganda and, and put dissidents and reporters in jail. Countries where it really doesn't matter who you vote for because the fix really is in. And people in power do whatever they want. And where corruption is rampant because there's no accountability. When that happens, people get hurt. Countries where government tells... I think you're right. When that happens, Obama, people get hurt. And where are we at right now? Where are we at right now? When that happens, people get hurt. Where are we at right now? People are about to get hurt. People are actually getting hurt right now. Everything that that guy just said in that video is exactly where we are as America today. And we would have been there a lot sooner if Donald Trump didn't upset their plans in 2016. That is exactly what he is doing right now with Biden as his shadow puppet president. General Flynn, General Michael Flynn, joined Alex Jones on his show. And on that show, General Flynn talked about how the left, which would be Obama, and everybody working on that globalist Marxist side, they want civil war in America. The only way for them to rebuild America in their image is for America to go into a civil war. So they're driving us right where they want us. That's what General Flynn said yesterday with Alex Jones. Roll it. In our history for the period of time that we're in, you know, you can people will go, well, we've been through the revolution, we've been through a civil war. Now, this is a time that's different. This is a time where the United States of America is sort of the last redoubt of defense, last bastion of, of freedom. And what you have is you have in play right now a grab for a lot of resources that this country has, that the United States of America has. So at the 100,000-foot level, it's kind of like, why? Well, because what America possesses in terms of just natural resources is, is something that is unfathomable to most. But we have an ability to be able to take care of the rest of the world with just what we have right here in the United States. So that's at the 100,000-foot level. You come down a little bit and you start to say, okay— so what is it that we can do? Number one, I do think that, that uh, President Trump has learned an awful lot. He's learned a lot of valuable, tough, tough lessons on, certainly on people and on processes and opportunities that, that I think that he will see if he's able to get back into office. I do think that you, you mentioned the word, uh, phrase civil war. You know, I, w I look for words. Words matter. And we've gone from deplorables to irredeemables to... You know, all kinds of other phrases, you know, election deniers and COVID deniers and vax deniers. And now we hear words like dictator where they're calling Trump a dictator. And I, I heard a word re, uh, used recently the other day, I think it was in one of the Sunday talk shows, Alex, where they used the word confederate. And, and I picked up. Oh, on they're that. saying it everywhere. They're and saying. Now, yeah. The Chicago mayor said the reason we have illegal aliens here is the Confederates. And then now yeah. on it, CNN everywhere, they're saying Trump is a Confederate. And his, so they're really trying to bring back 
1860 Civil yeah. War. I'm glad you so speak about I that. So I bring this up because when they use these words, these are, you know, we call it projection, right? This is how this is how they are. It's unbelievable. What, what I, I call it sort of a, you know, I don't know, it's a, it's a breach of trust, an erosion of trust by the people of this country in our institutions. And it's not just the institutions of government. It's every institution. It's institutions of the corporate world. It's clearly institutions of, of the, uh, the, uh, you know, the graduate and undergraduate programs in this country. I mean, look at what just recently happened with the Ivy Leagues, right? The Ivy League presidents. It's a cult. It's a huge cult. You know. So we've been talking about that for days, for weeks, for months here on LFA TV about how this is exactly where they want to take us. They need this to happen. They need civil war to happen because just like the Japanese said back in the day, there's no way to take down the United States of America by invading because there's an American behind every blade of grass with a gun. So you have to take it down from the inside, much like Rome. And that's exactly what they're doing. I think General Flynn, Steve Bannon, and many of those other old school 2016 fighters, I think they're going to be in Trump's new administration. And I hope they are. I hope they are. The best thing that General Michael Flynn, I think, could have done in the last year that he did was, first of all, denounce that he is Q and say, we have more things, we have things that we actually need to focus on. And I think that was the best thing that he ever did. Because here's my problem, folks. And I know I'm slipping into this Q talk again, and I know there's people out there who love it, die by it, live, breathe, swear by it, eat it, drink it, whatever. And that's your prerogative, and you can do so. I could be wrong. Here's what I do know, is that there are hundreds of thousands of Americans who watch people who have no idea what the hell they're talking about every day about some behind-the-scenes, backdoor, white-hat conspiracy crap that isn't going to produce any fruit whatsoever other than likes and views. And because of that, that has held us back from getting to where we need to be. There could have been so many patriots mobilized with the truth rather than with fantasy and rainbows and puppies and kittens. And we could have been a lot further than where we were right now. We could be a lot... um, better position to prevent the civil war that they're trying to cause right now had we had people that were actually paying attention to what things they could change right then and there rather than sitting on their couch and waiting for the thing to happen. I do know that. I do know that. So whether it's true or whether it's not true, most of the people that believe it is true sit on their ass and do absolutely nothing. So I do applaud big time General Michael Flynn for coming out when he said, yeah, you just don't understand that X220, X22 is not conspiracy. I don't care. I don't care about X22. I don't care about conspiracy. I don't care about whether it's true or whether it's not true. What I care about is what I can do today. That's what I'm talking about. What I care about is what I can do today, not what I can watch somebody else do or somebody else say. When they are sitting in a basement going, yeah, the White Hats are calling me every day. These are my sources. These are my sources. These are my sources. Trust the plan. These are my sources. Everything. These are my sources. Yeah, I bet Joe Blow has sources that are deep inside the government working to get the word out to the regular people. Wouldn't you think that the word would be do something rather than do nothing? That is my, that's always been my problem with that. Always been my problem with that. 
It does, my problem isn't whether it's been real or not real. It's the fact that the people who think it's real do nothing to help this country. That is my biggest problem with that. And so I was so happy when General Michael Flynn came out and renounced that and said, no, that's not part of me. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are 18 minutes past the hour. I think it's a good time for all of us to go to the Lord in prayer. So let's do that now. This morning we read from Isaiah, talk, uh, Isaiah 53, 3 and 4, talking about how Jesus took it all for us, how he took everything for us, and we, people still turn their back on him. People still look at him as, as, as something other than a savior and how we hurt Jesus in that relationship, just like we hurt people that we, are, uh, that we are with every day. We wouldn't continue to hurt those people in a relationship, but yet we continue to hurt Jesus with our sinning, and we all do it. We have to recognize those sins. We have to run from them. I'd like to go to Isaiah right now, Isaiah 53.3, that said, He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid it, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. And I encourage you guys, if you want to know more about that, please, please go back and watch Rise Up this morning. Okay? The only plan that I trust is God's. Please remove your hats and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. I do trust that plan. I do trust that plan. You want to know why? Because that plan doesn't have you sitting idle. That plan actually has you doing something, spreading the gospel, showing love, being the light of the world, being God-like, being Jesus-like. That plan actually has you doing something, not sitting back and waiting for the rapture. Be rapture ready, ladies and gentlemen. And that's a double meaning. All right, let's get back to it, ladies and gentlemen. First and foremost section of the day, Jack Smith is flailing. Jack Smith is a fish out of water. Jack Smith has no idea, no idea what he's doing. Jack Smith is not even an officer of the law. Jack Smith has no authority to do the crap that he's been doing. But that is not going to stop this rat from continuing to try to do it. This rat is so upset that the Supreme Court of the United States rejected, let me say that again, rejected his request for the Supreme Court to get involved and make a ruling on Donald Trump's absolute immunity or not. He wants to prevent Donald Trump now from blaming any provocateurs and slash or undercover agents for the January 6th Capitol riot. That's right. Jack Smith still pushing for that March 4th trial date, even though he screwed himself and it's never going to happen still pushing for that March 4th trial date, is now pushing Judge Tanya Chutkin to not allow Trump to blame provocateurs like Antifa, BLM, or any other paid third-party group or the undercover FBI agents 
that were there causing the riot to happen to begin with. This is his new request, is to not allow Donald Trump to have a proper defense. Quote, through public statements, filings, and argument in hearings before the court, the defense has attempted to inject into this case partisan political attacks, if the shoe fits, and irrelevant prejudicial issues that have no place in a jury trial, said Jack Smith in a 20-page filing. Quote, although the court can recognize these efforts for what they are and disregard them, the jury, if subjected to them, may not. The court should not permit the defendant, Donald Trump, to turn the courtroom into a forum in which he propagates irrelevant disinformation. So now, now they are doing in a court of law what they did with colluding with big tech and social media outlets and labeling what they feel is disinformation, labeling what they feel is uh, misinformation, labeling what they feel is irrelevant, labeling what they feel is propaganda, and then imposing that on the defendant, Donald Trump, in a court of law where he has the absolute right to defend himself using the First Amendment, which is his freedom of speech. And then goes on to say, and should reject his attempt to inject any politics into this proceeding. The whole damn sham is a political stunt. It is all politics. None of this is by the rule of law, Jack Smith. You know it. I know it. The audience knows it. The world knows it, which is why you are trying to make it so that this man cannot talk to the jury about the FBI, CIA, and any other alphabet government agencies that had people planted in that audience or in that group or in that crowd to cause all the problems to begin with. Trump's trial date for Jack Smith's January 6th case is currently scheduled for March 4th, 2024 which we know is election interference. When Jack Smith tried to get the Supreme Court to intervene, that act right there, as soon as Judge Tanya Chutkin said, I no longer have jurisdiction, it is now up to the Supreme Court of the United States, he destroyed that March 4th trial date right there. It's never going to happen. However, pretrial proceedings are currently on hold because of Trump's immunity argument in the appellate court. Oral arguments for Trump's immunity claims will begin in the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals on January 9th. Jack Smith ignored Judge Tanya Chitkin's order to stay the case until the D.C. Court of Appeals issues a ruling on Trump's immunity argument and filed the motion on Wednesday anyway. So Jack Smith, flailing like a fish out of water, doing exactly what he knows he's not supposed to do because he's not an officer of the law. He's not legitimate. Nobody should listen to anything that this man says or any judge that makes a ruling based on what this man says because he's not relevant. He's not official. And now this man is freaking and flailing And because the Supreme Court said, no, 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 we're not going to hear your stupid request. You're going to go back and you're going to go through the process. The process being you have to go through the proper um, stages 
of uh, of this case, which means that if it doesn't work out in that in that court, then it goes to an appellate court. If it doesn't work out in a circuit appellate court, then it'll come to us, and it needs to go through that chain of command. So Jack Smith said okay, and took it and filed the motion anyway without waiting for the uh, the the DC appellate court to make a ruling. And Julie Kelly then posted Jack Smith in likely a vain attempt to keep the March 4th trial date, filed another pretrial related, another pretrial related to what the jury should be allowed to consider. All pretrial deadlines now on hold. Smith wants to preclude the jury from hearing evidence about January 6th, meaning he does not want Trump nor Trump's team to show any video footage, talk about anything that they have in documents or any testimony whatsoever that's already came out in January 6th court cases to be brought up in his January 6th court case, if that makes any sense to any of you. So in Donald Trump fashion, of course Donald Trump is going to respond, which he did. And let's get to that right now. President Trump attacked Jack Smith for the filing which is an illegal motion, in yet another attempt to muzzle him and take away his First Amendment right, he wrote, Crooked Joe Biden's errand boy. Ooh, I like that because it reduces him to nothing but a slave. Crooked Joe Biden's errand boy, deranged Jack Smith, is obsessed with attacking your favorite president, me, is obsessed with attacking your favorite president, that's me, and with interfering in the 2024 presidential election, which I am dominating, Deranged Jack Smith is so viciously and desperately angry. I, you know, Eli, President Trump's words that he uses, like desperately and viciously and says things like your favorite president, you know, me. He is the master of the 140 characters. I think he learned that on Twitter. But his, those things right there, when he says things like deranged Jack Smith is viciously and desperately angry, that the Supreme Court just unanimously rejected uh, his flailing attempt to rush the witch hunt. Those words right there prompt people to action, and that's what the left hates. That's what he's good at. And that's what he's good at. Can you, Eli, I bet he's like this. I bet he's like, uh. Isn't it just too bad? (laughs) 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 Lots. Big hate. Big, big hate. They big hate me. That's okay. He says, uh, rejected his flailing attempt. Flailing. Right? That's flailing. Eli, show me flailing. That's Jack Smith. That's Jack Smith. That he is ignoring the law and clear instructions from the D.C. court that this case should be stayed And there cannot be any more filings. There cannot be. It's already stayed. Judge Tanya Chutkin made the ruling that the court is stayed. Any pretrial proceedings, any pretrial anything is stayed until the Court of Appeals in D.C. makes the ruling. Jack Smith's filing them anyway. Right, Eli? This is Jack Smith filing motions. Right? Flailing. Today's pathetic motion, ooh, I love that, ooh. Today's pathetic motion is just 
is not just illegal. It is also another unconstitutional attempt to take away my First Amendment rights and to prevent me from saying the truth in capital letters. See how he does that? True social. That all of these hoaxes are nothing but a political persecution of me, the MAGA movement, and the Republican Party by Crooked Joe and his despicable thugs. The radical left communists, Marxists, and fascists are petrified, I love that word too, of me speaking the truth in capital letters again because the American people don't want them destroying our country. Make America great again. Jack Smith was so angry that Chutkin stayed the January 6th case against Trump that he tried to leapfrog the appellate court with the appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Trump's lawyers argued that Trump is immune from federal prosecution for alleged crimes committed while he served as U.S. president. Saying, in 234 years of American history, no president has ever faced criminal prosecution for his official acts. And of course, the U.S. Supreme Court agreed and denied, or at least least agreed to a certain extent, because they denied his request. I'd like to thank the following people for the donations. 8212, thank you so much for the $2 donation. Beth C. Poole said, Thursday Trump train. I like that. And Lynn Bus 54, I need to give to Jesus and gave $30. Well, we'll make sure that we do something godly and wonderful with the money that you donate. Oh, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we will close in on just under $100,000 for the year that we gave out, that we all donated to, and that we shelled out to the people who needed it from the Slurp Fund this year. We went from 40000 to 70000 to just under 100000 three years in a row, and we've been helping people out since the beginning. And I want to say thank you all for helping us do that. We now have 4,800 people watching live. I want to thank you all for being here. I want to encourage you to hit that thumbs up or that thumbs down. And here's the challenge. If you really hate us, click that thumbs down twice. That'll really show us. That'll really show us. Okay? And please share the video. Now, have you ever seen any more, have you ever seen any dumber people than the people that I'm about to put on the screen right now? Anderson Pooper of CNN and Jake Tapper of CNN might be the dumbest journalists that still have a job. Keith Oberman would be in there too, and and Rachel Maddow, but neither of them have a job anymore. (laughs) But the reason why I showed these two morons on the screen like this, this dumb and dumber group here, and, and basically, ladies and gentlemen, we could also play a very, very, very famous track for them because they are... They're losers. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Although Jake Tapper does look like Rachel Maddow. A new study has found, ready for this, folks? You want to know why news is so bad? You want to know why the mainstream media is so bad for people to just drink and eat daily? Because only 3.4% of American journalists are Republicans. Let me say that one more time. Only 3.4% of American journalists are Republicans. That means 96.6% 
of the people that write stories or that write op-eds or that produce shows and put on the teleprompter what these idiots read are liberals, are Democrats. And you think you're getting fair and unbiased news? Now, somebody might come along and say, well, Jeremy, look at everything you do. You are, not, you are biased. You are definitely leaning one way. And I say, yeah, because you need this to counteract that. The difference between us here at LFA TV and places like CNN or MSNBC is that not only do we tell the truth, but we also go after anybody, whether they have an R or a D in front of their name, if they're acting like losers, if they are acting, if they are being corrupt, if they are showing the world a un, an ungodly side of them, we will go after them and we don't care what party that they align themselves with. That's the actual truth. So yeah, while we might be biased in what we believe, we also report the truth. And when you have 96.6% of the world's or of the country's journalists are left-leaning or Democrat, how could you ever, ever, ever watch the mainstream media ever again, even if you were a Democrat? This just confirms what everybody already knew anyway. This is why journalists at political debates often sound like they're debating the Republican candidate. Because they are. Every time you see Donald Trump do a town hall, if it's put on by like MSNBC or CBS or CNN, every single time, the moderator or the journalists or the reporters that are there working the debate or working the town hall, they will argue with Trump as if they're debating him. You see it time and time and time again. Joe says, I mean, for Pete's sake, you have a segment called Rhino Hunting. I mean, if that doesn't put it right out there, exactly, brother. Exactly. Big shout out to Joe. Kimberly says, I love your news, Jeremy. CQ said, let's go Rhino Hunting. Well, lucky for you... Lucky for you, I always have that baby ready to go. So, you know, we might as well throw it up there to show the folks that we are, you know, we go after anyone. you will make you famous. You see, we don't have a Democrat hunt. Eli, we don't have a Democrat hunting segment. We have a rhino hunting segment. What does that tell you about us? That were that rhinos are legal to hunt. The, see, Eli doesn't pay attention to my show. He's over there working and stuff. What an idiot! Over there working and doing his job. Job, you little loser. <laughs> <laughs> Mima says yes. LFA is the best news around. Appreciate you, Jeremy and Eli. Where's the rhino hunting hat? It's in the other room. This is the only news station I watch. Says Ashley. We need true followers of Jesus Christ in our government, like the beginning of this country, says Coslow. I agree, 100%. Love rhino hunting, says Terry Sue. So do I. But isn't that incredible? 3.4%, Eli. 3.4% of the journalists in America are Democrat. I mean, are Republican. 96.6% are Democrat. And you wonder why people like your mom and dad are so lost. Eli's mom and dad think that if it's not on the news, it didn't happen. Eli will say, well, didn't you hear about X, Y, and Z? And his mom will say, 
I didn't see that on the news. And Eli will go, we are the news. And he'll say to his dad, didn't you hear about A, B, and C? Well, I didn't see that on the news. Then watch us. They regurgitate stuff that we reported on a week ago for crying out loud. Eli, that is how your parents are, right? Pretty much. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And Eli tells them all the time, we are on the top of the story. We've been researching this story, and they don't. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't, I'm not trying to do that to pick on Eli's parents. What I'm saying is most of the world, most of the country feels like that. How? There's no way that you and that guy Jeremy could be getting news out before Fox News and CNN. There's no way. And truth, no way. They have resources. So do we. We have actual real resources, though, that give us real truth and honest news. So I'm gladly that 3.4%. Let's pull up the Rumble chat. How many of you are glad that LFA is part of that 3.4%? Raise your hand in the chat section. Let us know. Let's bring up that live chat now. I love talking to the LFA family. Tired says, I'll watch Rav, but it was Jeremy who got me to watch when he left. I only watch uh, Studio 6B now. I like the Studio 6B guys. Matter of fact, spent some time uh, with Rick at the last rally from Studio 6B. I love, I love the Studio 6B guys. All my friends. Everybody at Rav is my friend, really. Mm, maybe not everyone, but most of the people there. Um, look at that. Yes, hands up. You work harder. Yeah, that is true. We definitely do work harder. And we don't have producers to put everything that we say on a teleprompter either. Um, Love LFA. Furry says, I love that you guys can joke like that and not get butt hurt. Oh, yeah. With each other? Exactly. Uh, We are labeled conspiracy theorists. And when it comes out, they forget about it. That is true. LFA is my one and only news. Look at all the hands up. Screw Fox. LFA is on top of everything, said CQ. Thank God for LFA. My mom is like you, Eli. I feel your pain. Or like yours, Eli. I feel your pain. Um, I don't watch anything other than LFA. You know, Eli, we get that from a lot of people. So, Eli, you're going on. You're starting your third year coming up here, right? You've seen the progression in not only the, you know, what you've helped here with the production and stuff like that. But even the fact that people are now calling us to give us stories, calling us to get stories from us, like when Bernie Carrick called the other. Didn't that blow your mind? I was floored by that. But what an honor. Wow. What an honor to give information to the Trump team that they did not have. That's a progression, folks. People are calling us all the time. All the time. Did you hear about this? This just happened here. This hasn't broke yet, and it just happened here. Eli, people are calling all the time to be on LFA with their own show, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. I got to tell you, folks, we have a big name coming up on LFA very soon. Very soon. You might have seen a show before. It's called The Stone Zone. He reached out to us because of the fact that we tell the truth. Ex-cops who want to start their own podcast and tell everybody what they know are calling us to get a show here, and we're not even big. It doesn't have to be the size of it, though. It just has to be the integrity of it. So we'll be glad to be that 3.4%. Moving on, I think I've spent too much time on that one. Let's move on here because this is going to blow your mind, folks. A news organization that is not part of that 3.4%. 
writing an article that's in favor of Trump? Could the New York Times actually have written a story in favor of Trump? Well, folks, New York Times columnist and pollster Kirsten Soltis Anderson is saying that Donald Trump is now seen by we the people as the return to normalcy candidate. Quote. That's a quote from them. Oh, by the way, folks, we are just 15 people shy of 5,000. If we could do another big round of sharing, get her truth in Facebook and Twitter, we'd break that 5,000 mold, and that would be incredible. The New York Times columnist, Kirsten Anderson, is saying that Trump is the return to normalcy candidate. This is a shocking turn of events for anyone who's been following political news for the last several years. When Trump won in 2016, liberals all over the country started saying, this is not normal. It became a common talking point. Then in 2020, Democrats claimed that Biden would be the return to normalcy candidate. Everyone can see how that worked out. Voters perceive Trump now as the return to normalcy candidate after Joe Biden failed to put things back in order and bring decency back to the White House. Kirsten Anderson's observation highlights Biden's failures to restore America to state to a state of predictable stability following three years of chaotic policies. And she bullet pointed these things, draconian pandemic mandates, deadly Afghanistan withdrawal, soaring cost of living, growing instability in Ukraine and the Middle East, record high invasion numbers at the southern border. The New York Times put that out, folks. How is that even possible? Is the New York Times having a change of heart? I don't believe so. But let me read the quote, and then I'll get back to my take on this. Quote, the 2024 election will not be fought along the conventional axis of left or right. Or even change and more of the same, Anderson wrote in the Times. Voters very much want change. They have made that clear with the absolute abominable, uh, excuse me, abominable ratings that they give our current leadership poll after poll, she said. But instead of clamoring for someone to blow everything up, they are crying out for somebody to put things back together, she wrote. Voters wanted this from Mr. Biden and clearly feel that he didn't deliver, which is why Mr. Trump currently leads by notable margins across most of the key uh, swing states. She is a liberal. She is a die-hard liberal, Kirsten Soltis Anderson. And that's what she wrote. She tweeted out a picture of the Biden with dice, uh, dice in his eyes. Do we have that? Like rolling the dice on Biden? She tweeted this picture out along with her story that she penned in that New York Times article. This is the picture that was attached to that. And it read, if you think Trump is a chaotic menace and that voters in November will obviously agree, consider this a warning, she said. Right now, a non-insignificant number of voters look back at the prior president's term with fondness, fondness, at least relative to today and what's going on. Do you want to know my take on this? When liberal journalists are putting out a take like this, you have two things at hand, either one They know there's a serious problem with Biden and they are trying to prompt the left to ditch him quicker than later, sooner than later, 
so that they can get another candidate with some momentum, like a Michelle Obama, Michael Obama, or a Gavin Newsom. That's number one. The other reason they might possibly be doing this is because they know what Trump is about to do when he comes back, which means they know he's coming back, which means going after propagandist news stations, propagandist newspapers, and news outlets like the New York Times, like the Washington Post, like MSNBC, like CNN, like Fox News. They've all been put on notice. So let me ask the LFA family, do you believe that this is people having a change of heart? Do you believe this is a desperate attempt to try to get the left to ditch Biden sooner than later? Or do you believe that they know that their butt is in trouble and they're trying to do everything they can to get Donald Trump off their scent? What say you, the LFA family? CQ says they're scared. Lynn Buss says 5,092 people watching. I know I love it. Let's get that number up to 6,000. That'd be huge. Jeremy, did you know on Rumble, the big screen, you can do a thumbs up? Yes, I did. Not for one second, says True International to Pressure. All of the above. Covering their butts, says Debbie. It's a ploy. Biden is a milestone around their necks. Amen. Michelle Obama, ha ha ha, never gets old. Michael Obama, yeah, I know. Bye-bye, you are in trouble. That's pretty much what it spells. Regardless of what we think it is, what it spells is bye-bye Biden. Bye-bye Biden, bye. <laughs> Eli, we, you, Eli, we should get that, we should remake that song. Bye-bye <laughs> Biden. <laughs> I want to see you out that door, baby. Bye-bye Biden, bye. Right, that's got to be the new song. We got to get a hold of NSYNC. They're probably all liberals anyway, though. They probably wouldn't do it. I want to see Baby, bye, bye, bye. Yes, bye, bye, Biden, right? Scared for sure, everybody's saying. All of the above. Major catastrophic event. Exactly, a ploy. Bye, bye, Biden, says CQ. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, where are we at here? Um, okay, two-hour show, Eli. We got a lot to go through, and I'm always kind of getting ahead of myself here. I want to stay on, wanna stay on uh, message here. So bye, bye, Biden. I think it's going to be Michael Obama. I don't think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. I honestly think it's going to be Michael Obama. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to a word from our sponsors because we got great sponsors here. We got great partners here. And the first one we're going to go to is none other than Denise and Corey over at OFP Farms. Ladies and gentlemen, have you joined the herd? That's my question to you today. Have you joined this family-owned and operated business? Have you joined the herd? Have you become one of their trusted family members? I know this. I got about... 50 messages in the last few days that said that they absolutely loved their Christmas gift boxes that they got from OFP Farms. About 50 messages, folks. And guess what? I know a lot of people celebrate their Christmas a week after Christmas on New Year's for family reasons. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? You could still do some holiday shopping. You can still get gift boxes. You can get a 15% discount if you use the promo code LFA15 at the point of purchase, and you can still get Christmas gift box for your family, but it doesn't need to be a Christmas gift box. It could just be a gift box set, period. It can be a magnesium max bundle set that'll help people sleep, help people be calm and relaxed. It could get, you could get your, you could just get a tender Tennessee Christmas six ounce bar of soap made from goat milk, and you don't even have to do the box sets. If you're a chapstick person, you can get that. If your man's got a nice big old beard and he needs some beard oil, guess what? They've got that too. OFPFarms.com, OFPFarms.com, and use the promo code LFA15 
Get yourself 15% off today. And then on top of that, we're going to send you over to Cozy Earth. Because after you put on that beautiful and wonderful um, goat milk soap, you're going to want to wrap your body in nothing other than bamboo material. The softest fabric on earth, guaranteed. Perfect temperature, not too hot, not too cold. We call that the three bears Uh, The Three Bears sheets, ladies and gentlemen. The Three Bears pajamas. Not too hot, not too cold, but just right. They are machine washable, and they say that after every wash, the product actually gets better, not worse. Let them pamper you from from night until morning. Let them be your comfort, and let yourself experience the cozy earth difference today. Get 40% off, which you'll need, by the way. These products are not cheap. 40% off all bedding and up to 40% off everything else like cardigans and bathware and and bed and uh, pajamas and things like that. Discover the difference today. CozyEarth.com. Promo code LFA for Live from America. Now that we still have 5,000 people watching, I'm going to ask that you guys please click that thumbs up because now we are moving to a DC cop who sued Brandon Straka of Walk Away. This story, this story really bothers me, actually, because this D.C. cop who sued Brandon Straka sued him because of a uh, KKK law under the Civil Rights Movement. And this cop who sued Brandon Straka for joy, this is, let me just bring it back full circle here, okay? Brandon Straka of Walk Away was sued by this D.C. cop. This D.C. cop is claiming that Brandon Straka colluded with white supremacists in order to steal his rights away, his right to vote, his right to put in there who he wanted for president, break the civil rights of this gentleman, of this cop. He's not even a gentleman. And he wasn't even in the Capitol on January 6th. This is all related to January 6th. He says, because Brandon Straka colluded with white supremacists on January 6th to steal his vote, he sued Brandon Straka under a KKK law from the civil rights movement. I want you to watch this video because in the video, he admits he wasn't even there at the Capitol. By Ever way. think this might be a life or death situation for you? I remember specifically thinking it when I was on the floor. I remember thinking all that stuff like, Byron, this is the day. All, all those times you've given thought on what you would do, you're, you're doing it. For hours, Evans and the senators watched the riot on TV from a secured location. What's that? I just remember the anger I felt when I saw those images, the busting windows, no, no. climbing. No, 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 no. Shut up, idiot. What did you, what, what was that? What was that? For four hours, you watched it on TV? You weren't there? You weren't there? You watched it on TV from a secure loca- lo- uh, location and you're going to... This is what you got, CNN? Watched the riot on TV from a secured location. I just remember the anger I felt when I saw those images. The busting windows, climbing the walls and stuff like that. It was, it was an audible gasp in the room. What a coward. What a coward that man is. There was an audible gasp in the room. Officer Brian Evans and seven black Capitol Police officers sued Brandon Straka and several Trump supporters under the KKK Act for, quote, racist attacks on him and seven other police officers on January 6th. Officer Evans sued Brandon Straka and Roger Stone, 
who was not even at the U.S. Capitol that day, along with leaders of the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and others. Brandon Strzokka released a video on Wednesday of Officer Brian Evans, Byron Evans, excuse me, admitting that he was watching the January 6th protest on TV in a room that was secure for four hours. CNN let the cat out of the bag. Again, did you ever think that you might be in a life or death situation like this for you? Oh, I remember specifically thinking when I was on the floor. What floor? What floor? Did you fall on the floor in your own secure room? Guess it wasn't secure, idiot. Four hours, he says. Evans, or CNN, four hours, CNN says. Evans and the senators watched the riot on TV. Poor Officer Byron. He must have been crapping himself during the BLM riots in the summer of love, right? Right? Brandon Straka put out a uh, tweet, a tweet. It said, Officer um, Evans sued me under the KKK Act, alleging that I violated his civil rights and that I conspired with white supremacists to commit assault and battery against him on January 6th and steal his vote. You weren't there, you pile of worthless puke. You weren't there. You didn't get hit. You didn't get an insult hurled at you. You didn't get a little bit of spit. You definitely didn't get the flash grenades, the pepper spray, and the rubber bullets shot at you, you coward. You weren't there. Eli, imagine me. Imagine me watching the UFC on a Saturday night, watching the UFC from afar, from a secure location, my home, Right? That cage is not a secure location. There's some stuff going on in that cage, right? And I'm watching this fight. And this fight happens to be between, I don't know, John Jones and Daniel Cormier. And they're fighting. And I'm sitting there, like, yeah, 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 watching for hours, right, from a secure location. And all of a sudden, John Jones wins. I'm just using names, by the way. And says something to the tune of, Send me the next white guy in here, and I'll beat him up too. And I go, oh, 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 from this secure location, John Jones violated my civil rights. He didn't actually hit me. I didn't get anything on me. I was in a secure location, but I got to sue him under the, under the Civil Rights Act because he, he, he violated my civil rights and, 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 and could have beat me up if I was there, but I wasn't. Uh, imagine that, Eli. I wonder if he... Uh would like sue a director of a scary movie if it like offended him. <laughs> I bet he would. I bet he would sue Nightmare on Elm Street because he couldn't go to sleep. Yeah. You've ruined my dreams forever. <laughs> you ruined my dreams and Freddy's white. KKK. What is the world coming to? Somebody said he looks like he's been watching it from the donut shop. <laughs> He did look, him and Michael Byrd, right? Officer Michael Byrd, what a couple of screwballs. Michael Byrd. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting close to wrapping up the first hour of the show. Um, I'm going to have a slurp of my coffee here. I had to get me some dunks this morning because, uh, like I said, we didn't even have time to make coffee this morning. That's how much me and Eli are running around before a show trying to make everything happen. We didn't even have time to make coffee this morning. So my son was here, and he ran down, and he got me a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. He actually ran down and got himself some Dunkin' Donuts probably. But he got me a coffee in the, in the meantime. So, mm. Khaki says check his bank account. That's right. 
The fix is going, this fix, let's see if I can read this right. This fix to going rumble is again. Sounds like the Eli, remember that movie Men in, T- Men in Tights? Dear Forest Kings, what did he say? Illegal to act is killed. Dear Forest in King. <laughs> I think you're right. Some, Cynthia said we should start a class action lawsuit against them. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, some person I would like to cl- uh, start a class action lawsuit against because it's affecting me, right? I'd like to sue Greg Abbott. Raise your hand if you'd like to uh, sue Governor Greg Abbott for destroying your communities and your way of life. Hmm? Because if you ask me, Greg Abbott is complicit in the destruction of America. If you ask me, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas is a liar, a cheat, a thief, a con artist, a rhino, and a Democrat at heart. If you ask me, I would say that I would love Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of Texas, to investigate Governor Greg Abbott and then bring charges up against Governor Greg Abbott of treason. Because what Governor Greg Abbott of Texas is doing is treason. He is destroying this country from the inside out. And so is Ron DeSantis. And I'll tell you how. Shipping these illegals into our inner part of our country to take over our communities and become voters and get, vo- and get IDs and driver's license and vote. Abbott could ship them right back. What are they going to do? They don't do anything when he ships them to these states. They don't do anything to him when he ships them to these cities. Nobody has filed an actual lawsuit that's done anything. Nobody's trying to get him to stop. They're just pretending like they're trying to get him to stop. You really think that those people are mad that he's sending those illegals there? They might be because they might have to use their own resources, but you asked for it. You wanted it. No, this is the great replacement is happening, and Greg Abbott is the biggest traitor of the Great Replacement Act. Let's see if the uh, LFA family agrees or disagrees. Get a rope. Playing both sides. Abbott and Newsom. Traitor. Abbott is a Freemason. Look it up. Traitor equals Abbott. Abbott needs to stand up for America. The left is imploding America. Investigate Abbott. Yeah, but he sponsors Trump. Yeah, that's his way out of it. That's his way out of it. There's a lot of evil people sponsoring Trump. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. He wants, he wants his cake and eat it too. I live in Texas. Abbott is a piece of crap. Abbott is a traitor. Abbott is a traitor. Abbott sucks. Abbott and Newsom. Never thought of it this way. Traitor equals Abbott, only for the show. He's helping the communists. Paxton for governor. When this all first started happening, we all loved it, didn't we, Eli? Shipping these illegals to Martha's Vineyard. Shipping these illegals to California. Shipping these illegals to New York and Chicago. We loved it in the beginning. Because we thought it was, hey, here, have a taste of your own medicine. Right? We thought it would immediately end. Because we thought it would immediately end with that. Because, oh, no, we don't want any of that, but... It was like a tricky way for us to get them to have us cheer for it. That's exactly what it was. It was a tricky, sleazy, snake-ass way for people to make us cheer for it and want it. And now, folks, Texas is ramping up, intensifying their strategy, and planning to send far more flights of illegal aliens to Chicago and other cities in response to the city's effort to slow the arrival of buses coming, to tex- coming from Texas. 
The state of Texas has announced plans to charter additional flights to transport illegal aliens to Chicago. This move comes as a direct response to recent actions by Chicago Democrat Mayor Brandon Johnson, who has begun issuing citations to bus companies and putting ordinances in place aimed at slowing down the influx of buses carrying illegals from Texas. You want to know why? Because they want all the illegals in Texas. The Democrats want all the illegals in Texas so they can turn Texas blue. The entire left wants the illegals everywhere so they can start a civil war, take over the country, and replace each and every one of you. And all of them are playing a game to pretend like they don't like it when they're doing it on purpose and they're all working on it together. You want to know the biggest collusion is? It's with Governor Greg Abbott. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a whistleblower that I'm about to show you right now who claims that Governor Greg Abbott awarded $1 billion contract. Not $1 million, $1 billion. Eli, you listening? Governor, this whistleblower says that Governor Greg Abbott awarded a $1 billion contract to his buddy to bus criminals and child traffickers into the American interior at $5,000 per illegal alien. Roll it. Money, this is the big one right here that's going to hit uh, as far as TEDM, which is the Texas Department of Emergency Management. You know, they're the ones that are in charge of getting these contracts and everything. Well, the actual security companies that we were actually doing this work for the bus systems and the bus companies went and everything that awarded this contract that was received this contract. That's a uh, governor Abbott's buddy. So oh, really that kind of lets you know how the circle goes scratch and scratch. That's how they do it. And now you gotta understand for every bus that we're doing is $5,000 a head. That's a quarter million dollars for each one that's getting shipped. Wow. Out. Wait, well, hold on a second. $5,000 a person, $5,000 a head. Wait a minute. So the state of Texas you're saying is paying $5,000 Five to the bus transportation company dollars a head. Wow. So it's a quarter million dollars. I mean, that's, dollars. that's like, that's more than a first class airplane ticket. It's a billion dollar project. It ain't moving. That's just what it is. It's money, man. What, what, what do they get? They get like free gold on the trip or something? Why? They don't get nothing. So on the trip, they're allowed. You give them MREs. And of course, you know, if we stop at certain spots, you know, we can let them out. You scan them on, scan them off. You know, they can get some food or whatever. They're, you got to understand they are getting paid money, too, as well. These people are getting 1200 bucks. Oh, they're getting paid twelve hundred dollars so, and they're getting a cell phone. They're getting clothing they're getting everything right there. Most of the ones that we were transporting. Um, I hate to say it like this, but they're all criminals, man. Straight up criminals. Wow. Criminals. Oh, wow. So you were seeing what, like tattoos? And no, like, you're talking like about I understand Spanish and I can understand exactly what they're trying to do when they get there. They're talking about when uh -huh. they get there, which kind of dope they're going to try to get. How? Uh. Whoa. They had it down to the T, straight up. Okay, so like like MS-13 type of people? Or you got to understand what Venezuela did. They did it almost like what Castro did. They got rid of everything that's in their prisons. So they're just emptying the prisons and sending them to Texas? Yep, but who's doing it? Who's giving them across that? They got to go through a lot of stuff to get here. They can't just do that well, on their own that. without any kind of funding or United helping. Nations. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we've seen all the... the, the the invasion camps and the Darien Gap, you know, I mean, we, we've had a lot of sources uh, show us videos of, of those camps and how they're given maps, right? And they can go by truck, by boat, by, on foot, uh, by bus. They can get a, uh, you know, a bus in Costa well, Rica. They for can it? make their way up. 
the United Nations <laughs> is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Not, these people ain't going to come over there and get out of the jail and just be like, oh, hey. But I'm going to tell you like this. They're the most ungrateful people I've ever met in my life. Meaning really, they are everything. I need this. I need this. Where's the Wi-Fi? Where's this? Where's this and that? And like one of my friends was saying, hey, we got veterans in this country that don't get no $1,200. They don't get no three, $400 apartment or place to stay. Food, right. clothing, and a phone. So tell me about the numbers that you're talking about here. How many buses a day? So right there Texas? with Tatum right there, um, with these particular people, it was Win Win Company. Um, there's the charter buses. Um, that right there, those are the ones that are the actual direct buddy with Abbott. Now, these people here with the contract, they were starting to get a lot of pressure to where when I was midway through the contract, they had to have uh, the state of Texas was like, hey, you got to have this many buses running at all times. Now, you got to understand these people here, it's a contract. They're trying to save money. So they're buying these buses for 10 grand, throwing $2,000 into it. Hopefully they get it inspected through the, through the DPS because they have to inspect them before they get anything on there. And hopefully it makes it to A location, B location, stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? But they're being, like you said, they're being paid up to a quarter million dollars a busload. Yeah, no, that's just a contractor being, being, <laughs> you know, like any kind of contractor in that. But, um, uh, well, but I mean, if, if they spend, even if they spend 50 grand on a bus, I mean, they pay off the bus five times over on the first trip. One time over. So they wanted a minimum of 23 buses running a day. 23 buses running a day. Eli, can you please do me a favor? Get out the calculator. Find out what 23 times 250,000 is for me, please. 5,750,000. 5,750,000, basically $6 million a day. $6 million a day just with those buses running. You don't think that Greg Abbott is a traitor? You think that Greg Abbott has got all these conservatives and Republicans fooled, doesn't he? Because we're making it hard for Chicago. We're making it hard for New York. Really? Really? I call on Ken Paxton to investigate Greg Abbott today for treason. Treason. Now, I know that that word gets thrown around a lot today. I use it. You use it. We all use that word a lot today. Treason, because we feel like so many people are committing it. This is treason. This is treason. Enriching yourselves and your friends, using the system, gaming the system, and sending illegal aliens throughout the country that are destroying property, that are destroying communities, that are destroying entire states. We have more illegals in this country than most of our states combined. We have more illegals in this country than we do in the entire state of New Jersey, which is the 11th largest state in the country. Greg Abbott, we got your number, and we're coming for you. Somehow we'll have to make that a short clip, Eli. I don't know if it'll be short. It might be a long clip, but we got to work on that. It's all a dog and pony show. They all work together. 
Listen to Brandon um, Johnson, the mayor of Chicago here. Support that we receive from the federal government, we appreciate that. Uh, work authorization to put people on a pathway to sustainability, I certainly appreciate that. And without real significant um, investment from our federal government, it won't just be the city of Chicago that won't be able to maintain this mission. It's the entire country that is now at stake. But in no way um, what the state of Texas is doing um, is helping the cause. As much as we recognize that there are challenges, significant challenges at the border, and we do need real substantive immigration reform and policies that allow us um, to have a structure and a pathway mm -hmm. um, to citizenship. But again, sending buses all over the state of Illinois and all over the country is reckless and quite frankly is dangerous. The technical support that we receive from the... It's all a game. They're all doing it together. You think he's really upset? Do you think that he is really upset that this is happening? You know who should be upset? The people of Illinois. You think they stay in Chicago? You think these illegal aliens stay in Chicago or New York City? No. They migrate out to the suburbs. They migrate out to the small towns. And it's going to be, uh, one day you're going to walk outside your house and you're not going to recognize America at all. It's already hard to recognize America. But one day you're not going to recognize it at all. It is not going to look like anything that you've ever, ever recognized before. Now I had a video here to play from um, Mayor Eric 8th Grade Adams. Let's go ahead and play that now because he was the first one to start calling out the Biden administration for this. He's not calling out Greg Abbott. He's not calling out Ron DeSantis. Eric Adams is calling out Joe Biden. And for that, he's got the FBI investigating him now. Not that I'm saying I'm on his side, but anybody who speaks out against it gets the FBI after him. We're seeing uh, the erosion of the quality of life that we've improved on in such a short period of time of this administration. And we have been impacted uh, for, for many uh, months we were able to keep the visualization of this crisis from hitting our streets, but we have reached a breaking point. We're no longer able to do that because of the volume and numbers. Just last week, we had 3,900 people that arrived here. We are averaging anywhere from 2,500 to close to 4,000 a week. And if you do the math, you see that's 8,000 every two weeks, potentially 16,000 a month that we must feed, clothe, house, educate children, and all the services that you would give a normal adult. And we're seeing that play out on our streets of New York. And that is what the breaking point looks like, what we are experiencing right now. So if we're at the breaking point right now in the city of New York, we're already at the breaking point. If Eric Adams, the eighth grade hanging earring douchebag himself, says that the quality of life in New York is experiencing a, a, a lesser quality of life due to the migrants, what did you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen? I'm curious. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Leprosy, polio, malaria, tuberculosis, measles, crime, death, and destruction. And I'm not saying those are going to happen. No, 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 no. I think you misunderstood what I, what I meant there. That is happening right now. 
Successful public health campaigns and medical advances have enabled the United States of America to conquer a range of disfiguring and damaging diseases. Polio, which paralyzed thousands of Americans annually, was wiped out by widespread vaccinations, real vaccinations that actually worked. In 1999, the nation's last hospital for lepers closed its doors in Louisiana. A global campaign eradicated smallpox, while lethal tuberculosis, the consumption that stalked characters in decades of literature, seemed beaten by antibiotics. Measles outbreaks still occur from time to time, but they are small, local, and easily contained. Recently, however, some of those forgotten diseases, but still formidable uh, opponents, have begun to appear in the United States of America. For, the f- for two years running now, polio has been detected in some New York water samples. And this fall, leprosy reemerged in Florida, where cases of malaria have also been recorded. Health officials say that they're, they are not sure why these and other infectious diseases are resurfacing. What's that? Must have something to do with sad. Oh, yeah. Sudden adult death syndrome, right? Yeah. yeah. One distinct possibility, which officials are loathe to discuss, they hate it, is that millions of illegals have crossed the border illegally and brought this crap back to our people. Quote, the recent polio and leprosy cases are almost, un- are almost certainly imported to the United States, said Dr. J, can't say his last name, Bhattacharya a physician and scientist at Stanford University, one of the most outspoken critics of the official, of official COVID-19 narratives in the last pandemic that later proved flawed. And the Biden administration, an aggressive promoter of often mandatory vaccinations, last time now is offering little public comment on the connection between disease and the porous border that we have at our southern border. Leprosy, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Leprosy. Jesus had to cure leprosy. And it's back. Maybe that's a good sign that we need Jesus in America again. Maybe we just need to make America godly again so that we can make America great again. So that we can have America not die again of these kind of diseases. Now, if anybody asks these kind of questions to Kareem Jean-Pierre or Joseph Robinette Biden, the sniffer and thief, if anybody asks these kind of questions, they get mad. They walk out of the room. They say, well, I guess we're not going to do this. Or they say, let me be clear. Or the dementia kicks in and they snap at reporters for asking questions that reporters, you know, ask. About the economy, sir, what's your outlook on the economy next year? All good. Take a look. Start reporting it the right way. What's your outlook on the economy next year? All good. Take a look. Start reporting it the right way, he says. About the economy, sir, what's your outlook on the economy next year? All good. Take a look. Start reporting it the right way. Start reporting it the right way. I got to ask the American people here. I got to ask the over 5,000 people that are watching this show right now. And by the way, click that thumbs up. Share us out. We haven't hit 6,000 in months. It'd be really cool to see that. Let me ask you, the nearly 6,000 people that are watching right now. Is the reason why you can't pay your bills and the reason why you can't even donate to even your favorite places like LFA anymore, is it because the reporters aren't reporting it right? Or is it because you don't have the money? I'm, I'm just, I'm curious here. I need to know the answer here. 
Is it because the reporters are reporting it wrong, so you're scared and you're not spending the money? Or is it because you don't have the money to spend? Let's see what people say here. Let's see. Ooh, Ken Paxton, Eli, 512-463-2100. Can you write that down real quick? 512-463-2100. Not a good economy. Hang them high and report it the right way. Biden is the reason we don't have money. Jeremy, you are amazing. Logan, so are you. I don't have money. I am a broke biatch, someone said. I do not have money. No money has nothing to do with reporters. Money. No moolah. Just got paid and donate first. <laughs> I love that. My, no, fr- no money, my friend. Biden is stealing all of our money. I don't have the money. Well, there you go, folks. It has nothing to do with the way that it's being reported. It has everything to do with the way that your party is governing. And that's why nobody likes you. And that's why people are running from you to go vote for Donald Trump. Eli, you got that number? What's that number again? Let's call Ken Paxton. Okay. Yep. Okay. Let's call Ken Paxton. You have reached the office of the Texas Attorney General. Please know your call may be recorded. Para Español, por favor, prima el número uno ahora. If you are calling about a child support matter, please press two now. For all other matters, please stay on the line. Your call is important to us. Please continue to hold. She love that, Eli. Your call is important to us. Hold. Doesn't sound too important. Use this opportunity to share the video, folks. People love when they jump in and we're talking to somebody. 5 dollars for a back box of Swiss rolls somebody said. WTF. Love Swiss rolls. I am a Swiss roll, Eli. Office of Attorney General, how can I direct your call? Yes, hi. I was just wondering if uh if if uh if we have something to to say to Gen- uh Attorney General Ken Paxton, do we just leave that message with you or do you uh transfer us to his office for that message? Mm, so I can get you over to one of his staff members and they can take that from me. Oh, that'd be great. Thank you so much. important to us please continue to hold i can tell constituent affairs my name is ann may i take your name please yes hi ann my name is jeremy how are you doing well what city are you calling us from today mr jeremy i'm actually calling from claremont new hampshire Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's well, you know what? I don't want to put that out there just because, you know, it's a crazy world these days. I'll give you my email, though. Certainly. Sure. It's if we get disconnected, sir, just give us a call back. Okay, I'll do that. Um, I'm actually calling to leave a message for Attorney General Ken Paxton, if that's okay. Okay. Certainly. Go right ahead. So we uh, so I run a show called Live from America. It's a pretty popular show. We're, We're connected with Rumble. And my audience and I, we really love Ken Paxton. I've interviewed him a few times. We really love the work that he's doing. 
Um, but we, there's thousands of people that are uh, watching right now, and we would actually love to get a message to Attorney General, Attorney General Ken Paxton about Greg Abbott's dereliction of duty and sending all of these illegals into the inner uh, America, which is ravaging our communities. Mine here up in New Hampshire as well, coming from Texas. So we would love if Attorney General Ken Paxton would look into that, maybe investigate that, and maybe put a stop to that. Uh, and stop aiding and abetting the left by sending these illegals into every one of our communities from Texas. We, we, get, the, we get the optics of it, but the reality of it is it's destroying our communities. So we would love for Ken Paxton to be aware of that and that there's thousands of people that, are, that would love for him to look into that and investigate that. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add, sir? Uh, no, that would be just, I mean, we would just, inst we don't want him to live in Texas either. We'd rather have him shipped back instead of shipped into the inner um, America, but just that. And, uh, and to know that, uh, that we got his back and that we are very supportive of the attorney general. Well, I do thank you for taking the time to reach out to us. The information will be passed along to the appropriate staff. Well, I thank you for that and Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And you, thank you. Thank you too. Bye-bye. Have a good one. You bye -bye. too. Bye. So that's all it takes, guys. That's all it takes. Quick and easy, just like that. Call, ask to be transferred to Ken Paxton. Am I a little loud, Eli, on the mic? Am I good? We're good? Call Ken Paxton's office, ask to be, or call that number that we had, ask to be put through to Ken Paxton's office, and call by the thousands. They might not get the message if just one person calls, but if you all call, they'll get the message, okay? And I don't know if anybody's really done this because everybody's so in favor of seeing all of these illegals go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like the people in Texas, they're probably like, yeah, whatever, just get them out of here. I understand that 100%. Be polite, be fair, be respectful, call and give your opinion today. Eli, what was that number one more time? Or you know what? Can you put it in the chat for them? That would be great. Thank you. That's a big interview. Yeah, I know. We got to get we got to get Ken Paxton back on. We do. Tell him to investigate the busing contracts. Well, that's all together, right? The busing contracts would be involved in the investigation uh, with Governor Governor Greg Abbott and shipping these people everywhere. Big shout out to producer Eli. That's why he gets donations, folks. That's why he he gets to have a job here because he does such a great job. What an amazing role model you are here, Jeremy. Thank you. Well, thank you too. You guys inspire me. You didn't tell them about the bus company, commie scum. Again, the bus company, commie scum, will all be involved in that. You guys can tell them when you call, okay? Your volume seems a bit low. I have it turned all the way up. I don't, I don't think you have the volume turned all the way up on the screen. You might have your volume turned all the way up, but if you go onto the screen itself, there's a volume button on the screen as well. Like you put your cursor on the screen. And you can turn that up because I seem to be really loud. Eli, am I good? Sound good to you? Okay. Sorry about that. We don't, we, we, we'd love to fix your problem for you, but um, how can you get him on the show? Well, I can reach out to Ken Paxton. I've interviewed him twice. Jeremy, did you read the comment below? No, not yet. Jeremy, I wish I could donate, brother. You know what? You're here. And as long as you share the video and press that thumbs up, you've done enough. Ben Berkwam has interviewed him a lot lately. Yeah, I can reach out to Ben to, to get to him. All right, we're going to move along. That was a very important part of the show, though. I really wanted to touch on that. I didn't know we were going to call Ken Paxton, but I'm glad we did. Now, getting back to Joe Biden, there was a video that I showed you guys, and I know you're going to remember it once you see, once you see it. 
There was a video that I showed you about two years ago. And it was of this congressman asking this, uh, in a hearing, asking this Biden uh, cabinet member if Joe Biden was the duly elected, legally serving president. And he wouldn't answer. And I just remembered this. And it came across my feed the other day. So I archived it. And I think right now is a good enough time to play it, especially after we just played that video where Biden said, start reporting it accurately. Listen to this. See if you remember this. Joseph R. Biden of Delaware, the duly elected and lawfully serving president of the United States of America. He is the president of this country. Is he the duly elected and lawfully serving president of the United States? He is the president of our country. Are you answering that omitting the language duly elected and lawfully serving purposefully? I'm answering the question, he is the president of the United States. And you have no view as to whether he was duly elected or is lawfully serving? I'm telling you he's the president of the United States. No further questions. Is How many of you remember that? Wouldn't answer that question. Why not just answer the question? Why not just answer the very easy question? Yes, he's the duly elected, legally serving president of the United States. He's the president of the United States. But is he the duly elected, legally serving president of the United States? He's the president of the United States. Why are you omitting duly elected and legally serving? He's the president of the United States. Hmm. Did we catch anybody off guard? Do we need to play that again? America. He is the president of this country. Is he the duly elected and lawfully serving president of the United States? He is the president of our country. Are you answering that omitting the language duly elected and lawfully serving purposefully? I'm answering the question, he is the president of the United States. Yeah, there's only one reason. And you have no view. There's only one reason, ladies and gentlemen, that you don't answer that question. It's a very simple question, Eli. Eli, are you the lawfully hired and acting producer of LFA TV? I'm the producer of LFA TV. Eli, are you the officially hired and serving producer of LFA TV? I'm a producer of LFA TV. Eli, were you hired by a person who had the authority to hire you to work at a company called LFA TV, and are you officially serving there as a producer today? There are other people that work here, and so do I. If Eli answered those questions to me like that in real life, I would become my mother when I was a kid, and I would violently throw things at his head right now. I would abuse this man. If this man was in my studio, our studio, saying that crap, I would probably beat him senseless. Not really. But you get how frustrating that kind of a dialogue is. I'm just asking you a simple question. And this simple question could easily be answered even if you lie. Eli, I don't understand. Why didn't he just lie and say, yeah, he is? Because it might come back and bite him later. That's what it is, folks. The reason why he would not answer it was because it would come back and bite him later. Truly incredible stuff here, folks. Truly incredible stuff. Now, speaking of showing up and biting you later, earlier I talked about how only 
3.4% of journalists in the United States are Republican. 96.6% of journalists in the United States are Democrat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it might not surprise you then to know that part of the collusion that Missouri and Louisiana and the Gateway Pundit have found in their case against the Biden administration was all put together and was a strategical plan that involved Joe Biden, the FBI, the NSA, the CIA, Barack Obama, journalists, medical groups, and big business. That's right. Joe Biden's administration is getting big name allies, ladies and gentlemen, as it defends against a landmark free speech infringement lawsuit. Their argument, quote, protecting Americans from indirect censorship by government officials undermines the First Amendment, national security, and public health. Advocacy groups for journalists, academics, doctors, technologists, and big business and, pow- and a powerful senator made various forms of these arguments in friend of the court briefs to the Supreme Court in the days before and after Christmas. The justices are evaluating the broad view of state action adopted by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which found that the White House, the Surgeon General, the CDC, the FBI, and cybersecurity and infrastructure security agencies likely violated the First Amendment right of every American by pressuring tech platforms to suppress disfavored narratives. The high court already gave the feds two intermediate victories, most recently rejecting a request to intervene in the case by a repeat target of censorship, independent presidential candidate and COVID-19 vaccine skeptic Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who, by the way, just got denied Secret Service for his third time. A a majority also suspended a lower court's injunction against coercive communications from the feds to platforms. Justice Samuel Alito, Clarence Thomas, and Neil Gorsuch warned in a dissent that the public would see the action as giving the government a green light to use heavy-handed tactics to skew the presentation of views on social media. Representative Dan Bishop tweeted, DHS and CISA, C-I-S-A, the court, have been sidestepping this Constitution to enact their censorship laundering schemes against Americans. Government censorship, even by proxy, is wrong and unconstitutional. While disputing the legal standing of the plaintiffs, the Biden administration's brief insists that officials at most state their views in strong terms that may have led private actors to change their speech or conduct, but they didn't coerce or push anybody to do anything. Elon Musk says otherwise. The reporters that reported all the Twitter files are saying otherwise, and they have the documents to prove it. You don't. So as the Biden administration continues this fight against free speech, and as we continue to show that Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Google, the CDC, FBI, NSA, and all of them are nothing but a corrupt bunch of losers who we're coming for, ladies and gentlemen, we've been saying it for years. And one thing that Elon Musk did is actually prove us all to be right. Voter USA donated 50 bucks, Eli, said, thank you, Jeremy and Eli. We want to see a celebration jig at 6,000. It's coming. I believe you're right. Thank you very much. Bill, uh, Billy Cycle, Billy Sickle 
says, God love you, God love you, Jeremy, and the LFA family donated 50 bucks, Eli, and $20 from the one I am. Hey, I can read the lower third ticker is not cut in half. Good job, LFA production team. 20 for that. Don't know what that means. Is it usually cut in half? Well, it's not today. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are continuing to go after this Biden administration. And before we go to our next uh, break here, I have a video, a brand new video from the Ultra MAGA team, Max Evans, with a mic drop on Joe Biden. Roll it. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the oath of office, followed by musical honors. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. My fellow Americans, this is America's day. This is democracy's day. And that feckless, dementia-ridden piece of just sent my son to die. I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning to Marines at my door telling me my son was dead. And I just want all you Democrats who cheated in the election or who voted for him legitimately, you just killed my son. The will of the people has been heard. Democracy has prevailed. It's been three weeks now since the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, as you know. The mayor says he saw you in Ukraine, and he says it tells you he doesn't care about us. They're asking, is the president coming to Ohio? He is not doing what the president of the United States is supposed to be doing. We need him here. We need him now. Where's the president? Where? Where? Aren't we Americans too? Like we're part of the United States, but why are we not? Why are we getting put in the back pocket? Why are we being ignored? We have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. To make a long story short, I almost lost my '67 Corvette <laughs> and my cat. But all kidding aside, I watched the firefighters. Are you sure that you want to run again? Yes. Because I'm sure, look, I'm not saying that we're going to get a terror attack. I'm just saying that we are definitely at a heightened risk of it. The idea that we're just going to let them starve to death and stay on the other side, I'm not going to do it. video by Max Evans and the Ultra MAGA gang always coming uh coming proper with the editing too to make sure that the message gets out there big shout out to them we always play their videos right here um good people make sure you follow them on social media uh, Ultra MAGA party or Max Evans ladies and gentlemen Ultra MAGA party or Max Evans now somebody in the comment section is asking me to cover the T-Mobile thing I do not know about the T-Mobile new terms and conditions however I do know about Apple I do know about iPhone's new terms of condition. I mean, uh, not Apple, excuse me, uh, uh, TikTok. TikTok now wants Apple, all Apple users' password for their phone. 
Let me say that one more time. TikTok's new terms and conditions wants all Apple users' password and access information to their phones. China, which owns the CCP, which owns ByteDance, which is the parent company that owns TikTok, is now ready to force iPhone users to give them the password for their phones. Not for TikTok, for their phones, for you to get in. And if they're not asking Android users to do it, then that means they must not need Android users' permission to do it because Apple and iPhones are so secure and locked down that they need that permission. And I, from what I understand, Apple's going to give them that permission. How many people are they going to lose over that? Or how many people just don't even care anymore? That's the scary part, Eli. How many people just don't even care anymore? Or we'll find out or be informed. That's why we want people to share, share, share. We need to get this information out to America, not just 5,000 people, which is great, but this is information nobody else has. It's information everybody has, Eli, but it's not information that everybody reports. And that is the difference between the alternative media like LFA and others and mainstream media is that we want to, re- we want to report the things that people are going to affect people's lives, not the shit that nobody cares about. And I'm sorry for my language, but I am so, when I talk about the mainstream media and I see how many people are blind every day and say, well, I didn't see it on the news. I didn't see it on the news. It makes me infuriate. I'm just, I get so mad. We're going to do it anyway, or what are we going to do about it? Speak up. That's what you're going to do, because we have a freedom of speech in this country. A lot of people are saying switch to Patriot Mobile. The thing about Patriot Mobile is they still use the bigger, they still use the the parent, these bigger companies for all their service and all of their operating stuff and all their uh, towers. So you're, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't when it comes to that stuff. You know what I mean? Um... Losing me because I definitely care, says Kathy. There you go. Dawn, I can't recall my password ever. I don't have TikTok, but damn, this is not right. Glad I don't have TikTok. We the people need to stop paying taxes, loans, anything. It's time to shut this country down until the border is closed and the illegals are sent back. We don't want to bankrupt ourselves in the process, but I understand what you're saying there. Taxes for sure. Bank loans and stuff like that. You really don't want everything taken from you, but I get what you're saying. I really do. I really do. Is this even if you don't have TikTok? No. No, no, no. If you have TikTok. I don't have to. I'm banned from TikTok. Hey, if you're banned from TikTok, Eli, you must have done something really right. I never used it. I got banned. Eli said, I never even used TikTok and I got banned. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when shift really does hit the fan, guess what you're not going to have to worry about? Anything. You want to know why? Because you've been watching LFA TV. And on LFA TV, you learned about this little company called Four Patriots. And this little company called Four Patriots isn't such a little company anymore. No, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, as a matter of fact, the number fourpatriots.com, the number fourpatriots.com slash LFA is your landing page for everything. Oops, I should have gotten that. Don't be the oops, I should have gotten that. Be the I'm glad I got that. Because it's better to have and not need than need and not have and that is exactly what you're going to get on 4 A lot of people were asking me, what's the promo code? There doesn't seem to be a promo code. There's not one. Here's what you do. You open up a tab, and you put in the number 
www.4patriots.com slash LFA, and it already takes you to the landing page where you're already going to get the discount at the time of purchase. The discount is already applied once you go to 4patriots.com slash LFA. That's 4patriots.com slash LFA. You're already on the discount landing page. Go there today. See about getting yourself a Patriot power generator, a solar power generator that can work inside. You're not going to breathe gas fumes and die if it is on. It is whisper quiet. It is used in your house, and they are very powerful, and it's powered by the sun. 4 folks. 4 and a portion of everything that you buy goes to help a veteran family. And what better thing to do than that? 4 for all your survival gear. And talking about surviving, you're not going to survive anything that happens outside your home unless the air that you're breathing on the inside of your home is actually good. Breathe in the good and get rid of the bad. EnviroCleanse has you covered, ladies and gentlemen. And to show you how much EnviroCleanse has you covered, I've got a little, a little bitty for you. Eli made this, and we're going to pop this on the screen right now. Ladies and gentlemen, watch how this EnviroCleanse unit works. Check this out. I have the EnviroCleanse Mobile UV Air Purifier, and I'm going to add this little guy to the mix. This smoke bomb. I'm going to light this off, throw it inside the tent. I'm going to turn on the EnviroCleanse, and we're going to see how fast it cleans the air. Less than two minutes. If you look closely, you can see the air circulating like crazy inside of this chamber and the smoke is clearing out really quickly. This video is not sped up. It literally swallowed every one of these bursts in just a couple of minutes. That is the EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen, and you can get it by going to ekpure.com, ekpure.com, and when you buy this, use the promo code LFA, you'll get a free air kit. You'll get up to $150 off, and with the air kit, it makes it about $150 because that's free. And, ladies and gentlemen, you can do four easy installment payments as well. You don't have to do it all at once. EKPure.com. That's EKPure.com. Promo code LFA today. And while, ladies and gentlemen, you are preparing for the worst, also, you should be preparing for a dollar destruction. The dollar is dying and it's going to die even further until January of 2025. So, if you don't want to lose everything that you'll never be able to recoup, if you want to put your money in a secure lock vault, then put it in gold and silver today. Eli, I almost brought in my silver today so I could show it. Gold, silver, palladium, and platinum. Gold is the most expensive. But I want to give you, Eli, check this out. I did some, I did some research the other day. If you would have bought 100 pounds of gold... In 1970, it would have cost you $6 million. Do you know how much that gold would be worth today if you kept that gold and did nothing with it? From 1970 until today, 100 pounds. What you bought for $6 million would be worth $650 million. Ladies and gentlemen, that's an increase. Check this out. In 1970, gold was worth $1.70. I mean, silver was worth $1.70 an ounce. Do you know how much silver is worth today? $23. So ladies and gentlemen, there is no increase in your investment like gold, silver, and land. Get those today. Goldcode.com slash live. Goldcode.com slash live. Or call 855-559-3433 today. 
and you can start the process in securing yours as well. Now, boy, what are we at here? Eli, we are 45 minutes past the hour. We've got to get to talk about uh, Lauren Boebert. A lot of people have been talking about Lauren Boebert, and it seems that Lauren Boebert is making a shift. Lauren Boebert is changing the game. She is now moving from one district to the other. Does anybody have an idea of why that might be happening? Well, we'll talk about that after the video. Please play Lauren. Hey everyone, I hope you had a great Christmas with your family and loved ones. I hope it was full of laughter and joy. After all, joy is not just a suggestion, it is our battle plan. Now for this video, let's get right to it. Today, I am announcing my candidacy for the 2024 Republican nomination to represent Colorado's 4th Congressional District in the United States House of Representatives. It's the right move for me personally, and it's the right decision for those who support our conservative movement. This is the right move for Colorado, for us. Since the first day I ran for public office, I promised I would do whatever it takes to stop the socialists and communists from taking over our country. That means staying in the fight, but it also means not allowing Hollywood elites and progressive money groups to buy the third district, a seat that they have no business owning. I will not allow dark money that is directed at destroying me personally to steal this seat. It's not fair to the third district and the conservatives there who have fought so hard for our victories, of which I'm incredibly grateful. Personally, this announcement is a fresh start following a pretty difficult year for me and my family. I had never been in politics before and I'd never been through a divorce, something I never intended to go through. I've made my own personal mistakes and have owned up and apologized for them. It's tested my faith, my strength, and my abilities both as a mom and a congresswoman. It's been humbling and challenging, but it's also given me perspective and helped me grow. I cannot put into words how grateful I am for everyone who has steadfastly stood alongside of me in the third district and across America. The relationships we have cultivated over the past few years are deeply cherished and unbreakable. 2024 is going to be tough. We cannot lose the third and Colorado's fourth district is hungry for an unapologetic defender of freedom with a proven track record of standing strong for conservative principles. We have to protect our majority in the House, win the Senate and win the presidency. President Trump has made it very clear that when we take back the White House, he needs our conservative voices heard loud and clear. I love Colorado's third, and I will continue working as hard as I can for the remainder of my term to be a great representative for everyone in this district. But I also spent years living on the front range and years representing rural America. The third and fourth congressional districts comprise nearly 85% of Colorado's footprint and have less than 20 people per square mile. Rural America deserves a strong voice that fights for their freedoms. The American people are struggling with groceries, inflation, utility bills, and other monthly expenses that were fueled by Biden's spending spree. I know all too well how damaging the liberals have been to our entire state here in Colorado. I will be moving to the fourth in 2024 and will continue to take my conservative fight directly to them. And the Aspen donors, George Soros, and Hollywood actors that are trying to buy this seat, well, 
they can go pound sand. We aren't going to give them the opportunity to steal the third. I... So a lot of people have dumped uh, their support for Lauren Boebert because of the, the divorce and the movie thing and all that. Well, I haven't. I have not. She's... I, she's still a good vote. She's still a strong vote for Donald Trump. She's still a good MAGA candidate. She's not the strongest person in the world unless she has somebody like a Matt Gates that she can kind of piggyback onto, you know, and stand beside. She's moving so she can win. That's why she's moving. She's moving so she can win. She doesn't think she's going to be able to win the district that she's in. Because the district that she's in has got too much dark money thrown at it already. They've already worked so hard to get rid of her. So she's moving districts to win. That's what she's doing. Strategically, smart. Very smart. To keep a Republican, whether you still side with her or not, to keep a Trump vote in, the, uh, in Congress, it's a smart move. It's a strategic move for her. And, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to judge her on any of her personal stuff. Uh, we've all been to some places that we don't want to revisit. We've all done things that we are sorry for. And, you know, it seems like she let D.C. kind of get in the way of her family a little bit. I don't know that for sure. I imagine it would with anybody. But she's still better than anybody else that would be thrown from that area. And she's moving to win. And I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I think it's a smart move. And I think she needs to do that. Now, we are pretty much short on time. So there's a few stories that I'm not going to hit right now. Um, but I do want to hit this one because I think this is huge. You guys already know that Bill Gates is like the enemy of the state, right? Enemy of the world. What's that, Eli? Enemy of the world. Bill Gates is the enemy of the world. Microsoft just bought another thousand acres of farmland in Wisconsin. Isn't that weird? Bill Gates, Eli, already owns more farmland than anybody in the country And his company, Microsoft, just bought another 1,000 acres in Wisconsin. And he doesn't have one green thumb, does he? (laughs) Oh, he has green thumbs, Eli, from counting all the money that the CIA and and that the uh, the government has allowed him to, to have all these years to do what he needed to do. Microsoft Corporation just finalized a purchase of over 1,000 acres of farmland in Racine County, Wisconsin. I know some people watching right now from Racine County, Wisconsin. The 1,000 acres were part of three transactions totaling nearly $176 million. Microsoft's final transaction was the purchase of 407 acres, which included a pumpkin farm and a nine-acre corn maze in Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Sure you know where that is. The massive land purchase is part of Microsoft's plan to invest nearly $1 billion in a data center in Mount Pleasant. They paid $76 million for the pumpkin farm, Eli. Microsoft has completed its purchase of over the, of, of the 1,000 acres. The company paid the village of Mount Pleasant $63.2 million for 400 acres on Braun Road and Durand Avenue, according to a newly filed document. Also, Microsoft paid the village $36.5 million for 241 acres on County Highway H. That means that Racine County and the village is selling out your American land to this piece of crap who is basically a puppet of the CCP and the Marxist globalists, WEF, World Economic Forum, and the WHO, World Health Organization. 
I think that the people of that community need to come together and expel Microsoft. Buy the land back and get them the hell out of there. Have city council do it. Do something. Put pressure on the city council. Something needs to happen or else the people of Wisconsin will be eating bugs before you know it. They call it a data center. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. All right, we are getting close now, ladies and gentlemen, so we're going to end the show with talking about Nikki Haley and Governor Ron DeSantis because there's no reason to talk about Vivek Obama Swamy, and there's no reason to talk about the Donut King, Chris Christie, who cannot even be on the ballot in Maine because he's too fat. Actually, because he's too much of a loser, but you know what? He's a fat loser. I'm How about that? Loser. And I can say that because I'm a fatty. I'm a loser. It's like a black guy using the N-word, Eli. And I'm not what I appear to be. If a black guy can use the N-word, a fat guy can use the F-word. How about that? Anyway, Haley seeks to clean up controversial remarks on the Civil War that she made here in New Hampshire because she's a moron. Do we have this... Uh... Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I Hold think on, the cause of the... Play that. Listen to, listen to this audio, guys, that we have of Nikki Haley in New Hampshire when somebody asked her a question. Because of the United States Civil War. Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I'm sorry? I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government and what the rights of the people are. And we, I will always stand by the fact that I think government was intended to secure the rights and freedoms of the people. It was never meant to be all things to all people. Government doesn't need to tell you how to live your life. They don't need to tell you what you can and can't do. So basically, Nikki Haley was asked what caused the Civil War, and she said big government. Big government caused the Civil War. Then she blamed that, uh, blamed that question on a Democrat plant. That was a Democrat plant. Look, the Civil War was probably caused by a number of things. Government, big government, government control, definitely one of them. Slavery was one issue, was not the main issue. There was a bunch of issues. But the answer that they were looking for was the fight over slavery. Because that's what everybody really knows it as. Somebody said InfoWars said that they, they find out if they're a free man. Well, the hearing is in 30 minutes to decide if I'm a free man. Wish me luck. Who is that? Is that somebody from InfoWars or is that just? It was not slavery, Landerer said. No, I know it was. A, I know that they want the world to believe in, and they want everybody to know that it was slavery. Slavery was one issue, but that was that is what the answer that they were looking for. And Nikki Haley could have said the number of things. She could have said government control, slavery, and a number of other things. She could have said that land, land ownership, all of that stuff, but she didn't. She said it was because of big government and got herself in trouble because she's an idiot. Another idiot, Ron DeSantis, let a statue get taken down in Florida without even saying a word. Roll it. Is this the kind of leader you want, folks? 
I don't think so. Look at what's behind us. This is a live look at the construction workers that have really just covered and surrounded the last standing Confederate statue in Springfield Park. Part of it has already come down this morning. And we just heard from the mayor's office about this move in the last 30 minutes. We have been pressing them for answers since yesterday. Here's the statement. It says in part, this is a widespread campaign to promote justify and justify Jim Crow laws in South and intimidate African Americans, referring to uh, the statue there. It says the cost of this work is $187,000, and the funds did not come from the city. Instead, it came from the Jesse Ball DuPont Fund and anonymous donors. It says the Office of General Counsel found that city council approval was unnecessary since the city funds are not being used or requested for the work. We want to get right now, I want you to come over here. So there you go. There's Ron DeSantis not saying anything, not even a mention because he's too busy out on the campaign trail losing. Oh, and talking about baseball like anybody cares about baseball. So what position did you play on your baseball team? So I, by the time I was in high school and college, I was an outfielder uh, in Little League. I was one of the three starting pitchers on our on our World Series team, uh, and then I would play uh, I'd play the infield when I wasn't uh, when I wasn't pitching. But my the one thing I could do uh, is I could hit a fastball. So you could throw a fastball uh, 95 miles an hour. I could hit the fastball. As they started to be able to throw like 86, 87 mile an hour sliders and changeups, that that makes it a little bit more difficult. But but I was a dead red hitter. If you threw me the heat, uh, I could hit it. Oh hi, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> Perfect timing on that one. What an idiot! What an idiot! I could throw a fat. I could hit a fastball. I could uh, hit a fastball. I could hit a fastball. I could hit a fastball. You can't hit anything. You can't even hit double digits in the polls, and you were one of the best governors that anybody had ever seen. And you can't even hit double digits. Moron. Somebody said Racine County, Eli, is on the list of having a uh, smart city. Well, how about that? Now, we got about one minute left, two minutes left. I want to show you this video that's circulating with Vivek Ramaswamy, who uh, was asked about Joe Biden, about them replacing Joe Biden. He said, they're not trying to replace Joe Biden from the Democratic Party. They're trying to replace Joe Biden from within our party. Listen to this. said that they're not going to, they're going to take Biden out. It's not going to be news. Oh, this is a longer story. It takes a dark turn, but I think it's, I know, I mean, I have a good sense of what's going to happen here. Okay. They're leading into trap. They're not going to let Trump get anywhere near the White House. They're not going to let him. What about so the goal is, you know, have him be the nominee, and by hell or high water, one way or other, they're not going to have him, they're not going to let him. What about the other two, though? It's not them. Who is it? It's within our own party. Okay. okay. It's within our own party? Yes, it is. Okay. Hey, look at the people who, are, who voted to keep Trump off the ballot. Who are they putting up? Who are losses to keep him off the ballot? Larry Fink to Reed Hoffman, who are they propping up? So it's a game. And I'm not going to, I'm in this to make sure that that doesn't happen. They want it to be a two-horse race, eliminate him, put up actually the Trojan horse within the Republican Party that keeps the war machine humming and keeps the restrictions on speech and the censorship agenda. Get it done. Who needs Democrats when you can get it done through the Republican Party? Who needs Democrats when you can get it done through the Republican Party? It's a lot more sinister than that, he says, and I'm here to make sure it doesn't happen. Do you know what I would like, Eli? I would like to have no more games. No. <laughs> 
I would like to have people just running for president against another person and may the best man win. Instead of all the games, oh, you don't know, it's a dark story. Oh, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. Well, then tell us, Obama Swami. Tell us. Tell us about these things going on behind the scenes. I'm so sick and tired of the, uh, 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 it's deeper than that. It's darker than that. Yeah, no, we know. We know how dark it is. We're living in it. You don't have to beat around the bush. Say it like it is. Be a man. World burns. Joe Biden has created a violent threat in our own backyard. Biden's open border has opened the floodgates to record numbers, including terrorists, fentanyl traffickers, and raises the possibility of a Hamas attack. President Trump had our border secured, and he'll do it again by building even more wall and stopping people from terrorist countries from ever entering. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for today's show. God bless each and every one of you. Loud majority and Kevin Smith, who you already got a little bit of taste of this morning on Mike Crispy's show. He's coming up next. Eli, you want to say goodbye? Take it easy, LFA family. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Stay tuned for Loud Majority. Special guest Mike Crispy on today. Oh, they're both together again? Round two. Gays. Frank Luntz and, and, and Kevin McCarthy is Mike Crispy and Kevin Smith. Just kidding, guys. Love you. They're on right now. You're going to need to bounce out of here and go in there. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Get your rapture-ready gear today. Visit LFATV.us, and remember, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. I love you guys. Peace out. See you later.